but you guys got down to 12 at one point. They came back for a run, and it seemed like there wasn't much fight after that. How disappointing was it in your eyes just from like the effort standpoint at that point in the game when things weren't going your guys' way, it seemed like? Yeah, it's on me to be better for them so that they play harder. John, sorry, you keep saying it's on you, but can you be more specific? Was it was it the speech making? Was it the yeah? Plays? I just didn't. I just didn't have them ready to play. I just didn't didn't have the execute the proper game plan. I didn't put them in the right mentality to be ready. And you know, it's my job to make sure that they're connected uh, and that they're ready to play. And I didn't do that. So, I, I, in in the privacy of your locker room, were you too loud? Not loud enough? I'm just looking for. Some, I don't know. Um, you, at the time, you think you say what needs to be said, but at, at the same time, like you, I just have to be better. I got to make sure when we step on that floor that we're ready to uh, execute. We're ready to be physical. We're ready to play harder than the other team. That, that's that's my job. Joe Mazzula, he took a lot of the the blame for last night's debacle and nightmarish game. I mean, come on. Woo! Should Joe Mazzula be on a hot seat? Okay, and um. You know, that's not really how I wanted to word the question, right? Because um, I actually tweaked the question. So I'm going to I'm gonna fix that and um, read the question that was updated, right? A little typo there. So the Celtics head coach, Joe Mazzula, admits losing the locker room. Was Joe Mazzula right or wrong for pinning the Celtics game three loss on himself? And I'll fix that little typo there. Um, Zay, if you want to start us off, by all means. You know, the coach always will take the blame first, you know, and I think, you know, he he's right for accepting uh, responsibility for the team not being prepared to play against Miami this series. I think it's fair of him to take that, that responsibility, but we all know what the deep-rooted problem is here. It is that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown do not play well against physicality. They don't play good against physical teams. When they're the ones that are um, showing their, their physicality. That's when the team plays well, when they're looking to be the aggressors. But this entire series, they were not looking like to be the aggressors. Before the series started, I keep talking about this over and over again. Malcolm Brogdon came out and said, we're not going to be bullied by Miami. Like, what are you talking about? We're not going to be out-pushed and out-muscled by Miami. What are you talking about? Like, who, who's even talking about that? No, that is not a single Miami interview before the game that's saying, yeah, we're going to muscle Boston Celtics out of the game. Like, no one said anything like that. And that's the first thing on your mind. You already have faced an admitted defeat right then and there. Like saying, yeah, we're not going to be out-muscled by Miami. Who's talking about that? You already had the more talented team. All you had to do was shut up and play basketball. Even Grant Williams, when I was up nine, trying to talk trash to Jimmy Butler. Why in the hell are you talking trash to Jimmy Butler? That wasn't a Joe Mazzula play. That wasn't Joe Mazzula <laughs> saying, yeah, go talk to Jimmy after you score a bucket. Like, no. Like, you need to shut up and just play the game. No one's telling you to do any of this stuff. But this is the Boston Celtics this entire season. That locker room do what's the hell they want. Now, I want to blame Missoula. I want to say Missoula needs to have more command of his locker room. But he didn't even anticipate being the head coach when the season started. He wasn't going to be the guy. They they put him at 34 years old, the head coach of the Boston Celtics team. Now, a guy who hasn't had coaching experience until he was D2 in college. Like, that's not... That's not something that he's prepared to do. He wasn't locked in. He didn't have years of assistant coaching experience and coaching stars and knowing how to work a locker room. So this is like firsthand experience for him. Him and Darvin Ham. You know, I want to like bunch, bunch them in here real quick before I move on. You know, them, both of them are first-year head coaches. You know, nobody anticipated them being like these top echelon coaches of their conference, respect the conference. You know, right now, Darvin Ham in the West, he's doing what he can. Um, Joe Mazzulla in the East, he's doing what he can, but it's not enough, you know, and that's when experience plays a factor. That's when experience and knowing how to work with your guys, knowing how to work a locker room really bodes well. And I think, you no, know, Joe Mazzulla, 
he took a first step in being a head coach. You got to take your bruises. You have to. Every head coach had to. Spolstra had to. He has to. You know, these are situations where you become a better coach. Now, of course, I believe, you know, he was right in the sense of taking the blame because that's what a coach has to do. You're getting blown up by 30 points. There's, there's nothing else you can say. Like, you lost the locker room. And I'm, I'm glad that he voiced it and he said it publicly so it's not like a rumor. It's not like something that gets put out after the series or right after the game. He said it publicly. Yeah, I lost the locker room. I didn't get the guys prepared. I need to be better, and I will be better. And that's the only thing you can say, you know, and you had to hope the actions follow the words. But right now, yeah, he had, he had to take the blame because losing by 30, losing two games at home against the AC and against the Miami Heat team, that's not better than you talent-wise. You had to take the blame. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that, man. You have to take the blame. I mean, you can't say, Tatum did it. Jalen Brown did it. Like, no, well, you a coach going to say that? Nah, but I think a lot of the issues – do reside with Joe Missoula, and it's not Joe Missoula's fault. He took the job. He's not gonna say no. I think that's a you know trickle down effect from Brad Stevens. You know he was the one that moved up to a different role, and he could have came right. down when Eme got fired and said, "You know what? I take over the role as being a coach." He didn't want to do so, and knowing that you have an interim coach with no experience who's literally learning the job on the fly with a team with championship aspirations, I mean. Everything should have been problematic from the start. But right. I think for me, when you talk about coaching, a lot of people underestimate coaching. Coaching is very important. That's Those so are the fun. guys that's calling the shots. That's the directors. These players, Tatum and, and, and Brown, they're the actors, right? Who's writing a movie? You could have a good actor, but if the script ain't right, then the movie is trash. And then Zell Washington or Michael B. Jordan or whoever y'all like, Will Smith can't save it. And I think that's what's happening here. And I think when you talk about Boston and last year's Boston compared to this year's Boston, they had an identity, especially on defense. Their defense first mentality was their identity. It wasn't just shooting, you know, threes and looking cute and, and trying to out dribble and get to the rat. Now it was switch on defense. That was the scheme that Ime Udoka installed. That was the reason why they were 25 and 25 and went on a tear and almost won the daggone finals. Because they were switching. They were locking up Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I've seen it. Right now, they don't have that same attention to detail here on the defensive side of the ball. And peep this. I got a stat here. Right? Because they're letting Miami shoot 52% from the field, 48% from three. Last year, in the same series, at the same point, Miami shot 45% from the field and 34% from three. Okay? This is without Tyler Hero this year that I'm talking about. Tyler Hero was on that team last year. And he what? shot worse. From the field and from three last year. That's Boston's defense in a nutshell. And well, yes, Joe Mazzula is part of that because, you know, he's inexperienced. So it's really not his fault. But yes, he's to blame for it. But it's also Brad Stevens' fault. So it's management as well. So I'm going to leave us there. Listen, man, Joe must go. <laughs> you know, it's as simple <laughs> as that. Joe, go. Get out of here. No disrespect to this cat. We saw it throughout the duration of the playoffs. He didn't look that great against Atlanta. Okay, let's be fair and clear, right? He didn't look that great against Philly. I saw inconsistencies in that series. Round one, inconsistencies in round two, clearly getting blown off the floor in round three. Coaching matters, no doubt. Joe must go. Get him out of here. Now, I address that. I want to be fair and clear. But Tatum and Jalen Brown, they deserve a lot of blame. And losing a locker room sometimes when you have a young coach or when you have a first-year coach, your veteran player, your star player needs to help give the locker room back. That's what great leaders on the floor do. 
right? So if this was a first-year coach and he was coaching a, a, a great leader, he would give that power back to the coach. Listen, guys, X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, we're going to do, we're going to follow this game plan, da, 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 or help the coach in some capacity. These ain't great leaders that we're watching on Boston. They not. I've been telling y'all that. They got. They already got the dynamics all wrong. Jason Tatum is not a number one. And every time you put him in a situation where you think he's a number one, you're going to fail. He can't lead a team to a championship. He is a definitely number two. Gifted, talented number two. He don't have the mentality of a number one. So you're going to follow this number two, and the number two can't lead you nowhere. Trust me on this. I've been watching Jason Tatum for a long time, and, and I'm super talented, but he's not a leader. He's just not. So you're just gonna find yourself following this guy who got all this great talent, but when it, when adversity hits, he can't adjust. He needs a number one to help adjust him. That's what he needs, and he can't do it. So we ask him to do it, he can't. No disrespect. Same thing with that's how Kevin Durant was going to Golden State. He put himself with a coaching staff and a system that can help him adjust when adversity hits. He couldn't do it in OKC. He couldn't do it on Brooklyn. He couldn't do it in Denver. I mean, on, on Phoenix. So. When you're not a leader, okay, you need somebody to help to adjust you when adversity hit. Get you back on focus. Yo, my man, get it together. Let's go. You know what I mean? He can't do it himself. Jason Tatum is the same way. So really quick, though, you touched on um, Brad Stevens, right, and hiring this young coach. That's so relevant because a la Miami Heat, once upon a time, fired Stan Van Gundy in the middle of the season, and Pat Riley came down for him, executive chair, coached the rest of the season, and won a championship. Brad Stevens, with all of that experience, should have did this for this franchise. He refused to do it, and that's why they're in the situation right now. Joe must go. You know, real yeah. quick, I want to say, real, real quick, I want to say <laughs> about ahead. the Brad Stevens thing. Before Brad Stevens became the higher up, the front office, he lost the locker room himself. That was, that was, he lost, he even lost the locker room. He didn't have Big it game. at the time. Big so, I mean, you know, you go ahead, look. That was it. I mean, hey, you lost the locker room, get it back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're more experienced than the non-experienced guy, right? So, yeah. Anyway, I think for me, yes, I do want to get on Tatum and Brown because, you know, I have a lot of respect for that Boston team. I do. Um, I invested a whole lot in them last year. And, you know, for the most part, they return on my investment, you know, obviously excluding the finals. And I invested them into them this year. And for the most part, until this point, they return on my investment. And um, I'm a big Jalen Brown fan. That's literally my favorite player possibly in the NBA period, right, just from a personal perspective. Um, but at the same time, yes, I do agree. You can't always give them outs. But I would flip that as well, not to exclude them and let them go scot-free. But I also think they need some coaching stability. I mean, you talk about Brad yeah. Stevens. You talk about Ime. You talk about Joe Mazzula. You need some coaching. You know, you talk about team chemistry. What about – coaching chemistry with the players absolutely right absolutely. so they need that and they're not they're not getting that right so I, I do feel bad for them in that perspective think about it Miami and the run that Miami is going on is similar to that of Kansas City of last year in a way because Kansas City although they were the number one seed clearly and Miami's the underdog Kansas City they lost their best weapon in Tyreek Hill and they never really had a lot of talent. All they had was a superstar quarterback and the great head coach, the X's and O's schema. That's what Miami has here. They have the great player and Jimmy Butler. Let's not, let's, nope. let's not disrespect the guy. I know, nope. you know, they said, you know, we don't got no top five plays, which is true. They don't got no top five plays, but he's a superstar. And in the playoffs, there's no other guy that you rather have on your team than Jimmy Butler in the playoffs, right? Yeah. So you have that guy. You have Eric Spolcher, who's the key tactician 
right? Who knows how to take away what you do best, send them zones at you and clog the plane. That's what he's doing with um Tatum. Like they're literally throwing bodies at Tatum and Brown. And that's something that, you know, the Celtics were doing last year in their own right with Emei Udoka. They're not doing that this year. So I think when you have that head coach, that great head coach that knows what he's doing, that can adjust on the fly, along with that star player, you are always going to be in games. And that's the comparison that I wanted to draw because um nobody expected Kansas City to win another championship last year when they lost literally, arguably, one of their best players on a team. But they found a creative way to do it. Plus, they had chemistry. But even though they added other pieces, they were able to form that chemistry. And the coaches put them in position. Brown and Tatum need some coaching stability, right? We cannot just only put them to the curve. I understand they're superstars and they're going to get a lot of flack if they don't win a championship because that's how the media operates, right? Tatum, where's your ring at? Brown, where's your ring at? Jokic, where's your ring at, right? Jamal Murray, where's your ring at? But we also have to look at coaching. It takes a team to tangle. And right now, the Boston Celtics can't be tangling individually. And I'll leave us there with that. Right. Well, I'm, I'm just going to add on to it really quick, right? When you said Tatum, you know, we're going to, you know, we got to clear they need coaching stability. I, I get that. But they're getting swept and they're getting blown out. I need to see some heart and some fight and some grit. So even with coaching, don't get me wrong, it's super important. I'm watching a team that looks shaky and that bothers me. We know they got talent. They should not be getting blown off the floor. They shouldn't be losing two games at home. They shouldn't have lost a game at home to Atlanta. It's something wrong with that. Now I, I believe, and I believe the dynamic is like you, cousin. Leaders recognize leaders. You a leader. That's why you like Jalen Brown. He's a leader. And if they don't allow him to lead and put him at the number one, this team will not be successful. Now I agree with you, Cuzzo. I look. The thing about it here is, is that Boston. When I thought about this last night, right, I was going to talk about how disappointed I was in Boston. That was probably going to be the question. Who was the most – that was the original topic for the headliner. Who was the most disappointing team that's on the brink of elimination getting swept, right? And right. I was thinking about Boston. But I said to myself, Lil, although you're a fan of Jalen Brown and you've been riding that Boston wave, are you really disappointed? Because they've always been mentally fragile. They are always the team – that when they blow you out, look at their playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. And look at it this year. Every time they are blowing a team out, everything is cool and landy and dandy. And the talent is just overshadowing everything when they're shooting threes and they're blowing you out the gym. But when the games are closer, and this goes way back, every time the game is close, ever won a close game all playoffs this year. Right. That speaks something about the mental, the mental part of the game. Mental and I do agree with you with that, that Tatum – and that team, that core right there, they have to get better at the mental part of the game. Absolutely. You know, real quick, and I think this is what happened his rookie year. Tatum took him to the game seven, and he showed out. Like, he was the one balling, but everyone else folded. We're talking about Terry Rose. We're talking about Jalen Brown. I hope everybody folding against LeBron in that game seven, but Tatum's the one that showed out. But the mental starts to wear down. The fatigue starts to kick in as a young star, and every time the close games happen, they lose every time the coach doing this. It's time for him to get the ball, or it's time for the team to show up when they're these getting double. They don't show up. So I think it's getting to the point where we're seeing a fatigue Jason Tatum. He's getting tired of it. He can't continue watching. And also a fatigue Jalen Brown. He's tired of being number two. He's tired of not getting touches in the second half. He's tired of not getting the ball when he knows he could score one on one. 
you know, I think there's a, there's a might, and I said this uh, a couple times already, but I'm gonna say it again. You know, Boston is now showing is probably close to an end of an era because their star players are starting to get tired of playing with the um, supporting cast around them. They no longer want to continue faltering when they know they have the talent to win these games. But I think real quick, I want to touch base on uh, Miami, um, in terms of like how difficult it is to play against Bolshev. Like you said, they take away everything from their best players, uh, from the other team's best players. And we saw it in Series 1. You know, they forced the role players to make shots. You know, they gave the ball to Grace, uh, was Grace and Allen um, with seconds left in Game 7. And, um, you know, he missed. Uh, game, oh, sorry, Game 5. Game 5, sorry. Not Game 7, Game 5. Uh, series 2, the Knicks, they forced the other guys to make shots. Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly. Those are the guys that had to make their shots, and they were willing to live or die by it. Didn't make them. And now Series 3, Grant Williams. Uh, Michael Brogdon, Marcus Smart, Al Hawford, make your shots. If you're not making them, we're going to take you to the deep end and you're not going to be able to survive because Brown and Tatum are going to be eliminated from this series. So this is something that we're seeing Miami doing extremely well where they're forcing the role players to step up. If you think you got the shot, take it. We're okay with you making those shots opposed to uh, your star player taking over the game. And I think right. that's a shout-out to Eric Spolzer. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.